Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Tuesday, October 5th. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of RCP, joined this morning by Phil Wegman, our White House reporter, sitting in for Carl Cannon. Phil, good morning to you. Morning. So let's talk about uh, Joe Biden and his uh, agenda, which took a hit at the end of last week. Nancy Pelosi could not get the votes uh, to put those bills uh, on the floor of the House of Representatives. Uh, President Biden is in Michigan today trying to sell uh, the merits of his spending plan. What's the state of play right now, Phil, in Washington uh, among you know the warring factions within the Democratic Party? Are they going to be able to get this done by the new deadline, which is now uh, October 31st? President Biden certainly hopes so. He's on the road right now to sell his agenda, to sell some of the items that are going to be in this reconciliation package. And that comes at a moment when in Washington, D.C., you have progressives and moderates who are going to be going to war over what actually makes it into the package. Right now, uh, both camps sort of realize that the $3.5 trillion dollars Uh, that that top line number is just not in line with reality. It's going to have to come down lower in order to win over both cinema and mansion. And so something's going to go to the chopping block, uh, whether that's the expanded child tax credit, whether it's some of these community college benefits, we don't know yet. We're trending in the right direction um, for, for Democrats to achieve something, but we don't know the top line number and we don't know exactly what's going to be in the bill And that might make it a little bit difficult for the president when he's on the road today trying to sell this bill. Now, he gave some remarks yesterday on the debt limit and basically chastised Republicans and told them to get out of the way so Democrats could get this done and don't filibuster. But he took questions after that, Phil, and he was asked specifically about Manchin and Cinema and refused to sort of throw them under the bus. He said, look, I have 48 votes. You know, we need two more votes in the Senate Um, and said it's a process and said, you know, we're going to continue to to work it out. And, and he was optimistic they'll, they'll eventually get something done. But you also had, uh, you know, progressives are continuing to say that, look, this stuff has to be done in tandem, um, that these bills have to be passed at the same time. They're not going to, they have made sure that they're going to be coupled. Um, and that obviously complicates things. So is there, you know, Kirsten Sinema is facing a lot of pressure from uh, from the left. She's been, you know, followed into the bathroom by activists who were heckling her on the airplane back to Washington in the D.C. airport this morning. We saw videos of her. Um, so she's under a lot of pressure. Uh, do you think that that those two are going to come along eventually? I imagine that both uh, Cinema and Manchin will agree to some number uh, that is much lower than $3.5 trillion. I don't know what that is exactly. It's interesting that for the longest time, the big complaint against Manchin has been he won't tell uh, the rest of Washington, D.C. what exactly it is that he wants. And then last week, we find out that he and Majority Leader Schumer sort of had huddled together and signed some sort of not exactly binding document, uh, which says that, uh, that that says Manchin will only support up to $1.5 trillion. We're, we're going to see where this thing ends up. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Progressives won a tactical uh, battle last week when they forced Nancy Pelosi and President Biden to essentially weld together the reconciliation package with the bipartisan infrastructure package. Now that those two pieces of legislation are essentially linked, 
they're going to get votes around the same time. That's a win for progressives because they wanted both to go through. At the same time, though, that creates a significant trust deficit among people like Manchin, Cinema, and uh, and moderates in the House because they know that their progressive colleagues lobbied against a piece of legislation that everyone supported just so that the reconciliation bill would definitely get a vote. I think it's going to be up to Biden and others to win back the trust of some of these moderates so that compromise is possible. And that's why I think the president uh, you know, is not going after Manchin and Cinema as aggressively as uh, his progressive allies would like him to. All right, Phil, last question. You've been sitting in these briefings every day at the White House. Um, and yesterday there was a back and forth between Peter Ducey and, and Jen Psaki when I, I guess Ducey's question was something along, of, along the lines of, is, is, does this plan cost nothing or is it free? Um, Jen Psaki continues to say when she's asked about this, let's not dumb this down. Let's not dumb this down for the American people. And then continues to insist in the next breath that this plan costs zero adds nothing uh, to the deficit, which a lot of folks have pointed out is, is, you know, stretching the truth if we're being, if we're being kind um, that, but that's, they're sticking to that line. Does that seem to be working? I mean, certainly the parts of the plan in general are, are fairly popular, broadly popular with American people. Um, but does, do the American people, are they really going to believe that, that all of the things in this bill, all of the, you know, uh, spending programs really cost nothing? Right now, Washington, D.C. is promising to do what they do best, which is spend a lot of money. The president is promising the moon and more because even that is infrastructure at this point. And I think that what is happening currently is you have politicians who are making a lot of promises, including this promise uh, that the infrastructure package is going to cost zero because we're just going to take all of the money from uh, the wealthy and from corporations to pay from it. Uh, I think that right now, this sort of rhetorical um, posturing. Maybe the American people uh, aren't paying as close of attention because they're living their lives and they're not, uh, you know, watching CNN and Fox and Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. They're actually doing uh, normal everyday things. But if, uh, you know, this bill gets passed and if as a result of these rounds of taxes uh, combined with all of this new spending, you know, there's inflation, and there's a slump in the market, then I think people are going to point back and say, oh, actually, there was a cost to this. And I don't think that you are being uh, entirely forthright with us. All right. We will leave it there for this morning. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics.